For many Christians who wish to follow Christ and yet find themselves rich in material things, gospel teachings regarding money can be troubling. At times, it becomes so perplexing and troublesome that we are tempted to stop searching for a solution. It seems so hard, even impossible, to integrate our material security with full discipleship that we often give up trying to figure it out. Jesus, in the Gospel according to Luke today, tells us we should not stop trying, that we shouldn't give up on this effort. In the days of Jesus, it was common practice for managers to overcharge debtors and keep the so-called commission for themselves. Jesus was not admiring the man's dishonesty and unfaithfulness. He was rather admiring the man's efforts to solve his problem. The listeners of this parable would have known that the man was simply finding creative solutions to his difficulties. He was correcting the wrong he had done. He was seeking relationship and friendship, hoping to be welcomed later. This is what the recommendation is all about, not advice to deceive or manipulate. The steward musters every available bit of farsightedness and craftiness when it comes to working out his material fate. And here he is, just dealing with earthly things, material things. We, however, are trying to figure out something that touches the very meaning of who we are and our ultimate destiny. If that were the case, shouldn't we expend at least uh, every bit of farsightedness and effort when it comes to working out our own eternal fates? Luke himself provides two guidelines to help us figure out our relationship to money. The whole of chapter 16, with its four interrelated sections, exemplifies the first guideline, which is, money is for persons, and the only proper use of it is in sharing. What's more, those who make special claim on our sharing are the poor. This is an inescapable conclusion from Luke's teachings. It is a teaching with an ancient pedigree. It is the same doctrine that led Amos to indict those who trample upon the needy and destroy the poor of the land. And just as Amos said that God would never forget those who exploit workers for silver dress and drink, well, Luke also warned of a dire fate for the rich man and the story of Lazarus. Luke's second guideline is a rather short little moral drawn from the story of the steward. No servant can serve two masters. 
Either you'll hate the one and love the other, or be attentive to the one and despise the other. You cannot give yourself both to God and money. The more we allow ourselves to be mastered by money, the more we are likely to despise those who remind us of another kingdom. We might even start resenting the very gospels that challenge our attachments. The great commandment that Christ gave to love God and to love neighbor should guide us in our relationship with material possessions. We are to love and serve God, placing our call to discipleship above our possessions and our prestige. Likewise, we are to love our neighbor, using the gifts we have been given for the benefit of the community, rather than only thinking of our own interests, our own benefit.